You are listening to the Feast Podcast from the Light of Jesus family. We share here significant and heartfelt messages for you to reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face your challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. So good to be here. So good to be here. You know, it's all about leadership. You know, a lot of people say, Brother Bo, this series is not for me. I'm going to skip. I'm, I'm not going to. I'll still come here, but, you know, zone out. And this, this is not, I'm, I'm not a leader. You know, Audie's right. You know, so many people will say that. You know, someone told me, Bo, I'm, I'm, I'm not a leader, even in my prayer group. My title is Assistant Vice Member. How can you be lower than that? <laughs> but that's me. I'm, I'm not a leader. I'm not a leader. But I'm telling you now, leadership is not title. It's not a label that you put in your old chart. It's not a corner office. It's, it's not a position. Leadership is, ask me what? This is a boring definition. It's influence. It's influence. And you underestimate your influence over the people around you. You, you have impact over the people around you. Your office mates, your friends, your, your, your flatmates, your soulmates. I don't, you know, it, the people around you, the, you, by your words, by your attitude, by your disposition, by your decisions, by your choices, by how you deal with people, you influence them. And guess what? God has planted leadership in your soul. One of the things that we're going to talk about today, main thing we're going to talk about today is about vision. Everybody say vision. Because one of the things that leaders do is they cast vision. Audie was talking about that. I want to go deeper a little bit. Vision is important. Do you have a vision? Do you know where you're going in your life? A little bit quieter. Look at somebody beside you and ask that person, do you have a vision? A leader has a vision, knows where he's going. If a leader does not have a vision, the team that are surrounding him will not have a common vision. And when you don't have a common vision, you have consumition, exasperation. Everything starts with a vision. This building, this massive building, started with an idea. In the mind of Imelda Marcos. Do you know that this building is 42 years old? I, I just researched Wikipedia. You scared? 42 years old, massive, beautiful building. But it was... An idea. First in Imelda's mind and then later on in the architect's mind and in the engineer's mind. They put it on paper. But here you have it. Everything starts with a vision. And right now I want you to believe that God has a vision for your life. He really does. And if you only can embrace it, what we're going to do is we're going to get again that verse that Audie spoke about. Acts 1 verse 8. That was the vision of Jesus. He said, and you shall receive power. You shall receive power and you will be my witnesses. Say witness. 
And he said, you will be my witness in little itsy bitsy Jerusalem. And then a little bit broader, you will, you will be my witness in Judea, Samaria. And then even broader, the ends of the earth. The three principles of how to communicate vision. Are you ready? Say, I'm ready. We're going to learn from Jesus the three principles of powerful vision casting. When he said that in Acts 1.8, and you shall be my witness, he taught us three things. Number one, start smaller. Everybody say that. He said, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem, stage one, and then stage two, Judea, Samaria, and then stage three, ends of the earth. Why stages? Ask me, why stages? I mean, if I were Jesus, and if I knew I was the Son of God, and I was the second person in the Trinity, hello, I wouldn't go through stages. I, I, I will say, I will go to my team, my apostles, and say, we're going to conquer the world, guys. Peter, Europe. John, Africa. James, Asia. Who else? Thomas, Mars. Bartho you know, I, I'm Jesus. But no, he, went, he goes through stages. Let me say this. something. Everybody say, I'm listening. Success comes in stages. Success comes in stages. You've got to understand that. And, and four reasons why, why you need to go through stages. First reason, you need to learn important lessons. There are lessons that only Jerusalem can teach you. That Judea Samaria cannot teach you. And that the ends of the earth cannot teach you. You've got to learn some lessons in stage one. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Number two, you've got to learn through failures. Because you're going to fail. Touch somebody beside you and say, you're going to fail. And that's okay. In fact, you should fail. But listen to me. Fail in Jerusalem. Not in Judea and Samaria. Because the failures in Jerusalem are tinier than the failures in... Am I, am I speaking to somebody in the house? Number three. You've got to learn to love the process. You've got to learn to love the process and not just the destination. Ask me why. Because 99% of the time, you will be in the process. And, and you've got to love the process. We want to have 100,000 feasts in the world. Guess what? I'm in no hurry because I love the process. I love, I love building this one feast for the prisoners there in, 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 in Laguna. And I, I want to build that other feast for domestic helpers in Hong Kong. And I want to build that other feast for other domestic helpers in Singapore. And You know, I, one feast after. I love the process. You need to learn to love the process. Ask me why again. Because the process is the destination. And, and when, you, when you get that, then you love life. It's almost like, you know, the destination for me is like the ubi ice cream in the halo halo. It's extra. But the process of going to the destination is the halo halo itself. Here's, here's reason number four. You need to learn to give as much hope as possible. That's why you have to go through stages. You see, a vision will give hope. 
But if you break down the vision into stages, you give more hope. Sometimes when you give such a huge vision, you get psychological indigestion. It's like it's so big. But break it down into stages. I was talking to a friend of mine. He manages 34 hotels. 34! It's like mind-boggling. It's like I, I can't wrap around the idea that a single human being can manage 34 hotels. And I asked him, how do you do it? His answer was beautiful. He said, when I visit a hotel and I visit my team there, I'm first of all a cheerleader. I give hope. Lovely answer. Leaders give hope. And you do that by giving a vision. Then, but what you do even better is you break down that vision into stages. Can I tell you a story? Eight years ago, I told our team, our leaders at the feast, we're going to build 1,000 feasts. And at that time, eight years ago, we had about 20 plus feasts sputtering around. And, and I knew the leap was huge. But you know, in my heart, I wasn't satisfied with a thousand. I knew that we needed to build 100,000 feasts. But when you only had 20 feasts and you tell everybody, we're going to build 100,000 feasts, it's, it's also, you know, I, I can just imagine what they were going to be saying. It's like, we're 20 plus feasts and he wants, us, wants to build 100,000. So what I did was I, I lowered it down. I removed a zero. It was still daunting. I was still crazy. But I said, let's build 1,000 feasts. Eight years later today, we have 520 feasts around the world. And you can bet, you can bet that once we reach 1,000, we're going we're, we're gonna to have a party like all over the world, online. We're going to throw our party hats. We're going to wear some party clothes. We're going to dance the Zumba. I don't know how to dance, but we're going to try. And, 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 but we won't party for too long because after a while, we're going to go back, wear our work clothes, and aim for 10,000 feasts. Very, very important. Here's something you've got to understand. You've got to start small. In fact, you don't start small. You start smaller. Tell somebody, start smaller. You've got to learn this. The reason why a lot of people are stuck in their lives is because they've got ego. And their ego says that they need to start big. No, you've got to start really smaller Th throw out your ego are you starting a business if you're just starting try not to rent use your kitchen table sell online not in a store do catering first and test your dishes before renting space for a rest are you listening to me you start smaller don't start sm small smaller even are you starting in uh, an investment something you don't know please start smaller 
I was just reading an article of how many billions of dollars were lost in cryptocurrency. Why? I, I know friends who got money from the stock market. Some of them, they got a huge part of their investments there and they put it in something like cryptocurrency which so new. They, they, they lost a lot of money. That, that shouldn't have happened if you started really smaller. Are you starting a new ministry? Start smaller. I was talking to a guy. He said, Brother Bo, I, I want to build a new feast and we've got a full band already, musicians and singers and we have the equipment, LCD projector and, and our goal is to have 70 people in the room. I said, that's wonderful, bro. But can you start smaller? And, and, I, and he asked, what, what do you mean? I said, I said don't, don't start with a full band yet. Don't, don't have an LCD projector. Don't start with 70 people. Start with seven people around a cafeteria table and then do life together like really get to know each other and build relationships and pray together and share together and guess what when you raise your seven people when you raise your seven leaders the 70 will come very soon it's starting smaller throwing away your ego that's how the vision starts can we apply this right now are you with me on this? Yes. You want to apply? Yes. Let, let, let's take one area of your life, your finances. Do you have a big vision for your financial life? You, you don't seem so excited. I'm going to change topic right now. Uh, do, do, you want, do you have a big vision for your financial life? Yes. If you're like me, I want to earn a lot of money because I've got a lot of people to help. I've got ministries to donate to. I, there's so many projects that I need, to, I need to finance. So I have this astronomical financial goal. But you know what? I could break that into stages. So why don't we break up those... Whip out your phone. I want you to write this sentence for me. Text it to yourself on and then put the date 12 months from now I'm earning now this is the amount that you're going to put do not put a stage 3 amount put a stage 1 amount let's break it into stages am I making sense to you do not put yet your astronomical vision but this is a 12 month goal put a Jerusalem amount not an ends of the earth amount are you getting what I'm saying Okay, type it. And then, I want to see you 12 months from now. You, 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 hold, you, you shaking my hand and you telling me, unbelievable, Bo, it happened. Done? Are you done? 12 months from now, a stage one goal. You're happy? If you're comfortable... And if that person beside you is somebody that can be trusted, show it to that person. If, if, if it's not, but if you're not comfortable, then don't. I mean, it's you and God. Between you and God. But even if you don't show it to that person beside you, tell somebody beside you, this is going to happen. So the three principles that I want to teach you today to reach your vision principle number one 
is you've got to start smaller. Everybody say that again with me. Did you text it to yourself? Okay, good. I'll see you 12 months from now. And you tell me it happened. Yes? Principle number two. You've got to dream bigger. Like, like Jesus, he, he goes to his apostles and he did say go to the ends of the earth, right? Like, whoa! If I were one of those fishermen dudes that Jesus was talking to, I would say, what? Jesus, you, you want us to go to the ends of the earth? Jesus, you failed. You were crucified. And look at your, look at your little band of followers. We're, we're scattered. We're hiding because we don't want to be crucified as well. And you want us to be all over the world? Jesus was dreaming bigger. I, I can so identify. When I was 13 years old, 13, my prayer group leader, Ida Manongdo, speaks to me. And she tells me, Bo, God has given you a gift. And I see that you will preach the gospel all over the world. I looked at her and I said, Wow, me? 13-year-old kid with a lot of pimples in his face with low grades me preach all over the world you know yesterday my, my wife was showing to me the report card of our youngest son Francis and she was very concerned very concerned she said look love Francis his lowest grade in math I said, oh, so looks familiar. <laughs> I can so resonate. Like, woo. And, 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 but, but then I looked at the score. I looked at the grade and my eyes just bulge. And I said, that's his lowest, lowest grade? Yes. 89. And, and my wife said, yeah, all his grades are in the line of nine. And I said, 89 my gosh in my whole academic life I have not even once touched the shadow of 89 like I'm telling you like, like if, if, if my mother will throw a party if she found out that my, one of my subjects reached 82 like, like every, everything was 70s, you know, everything, 70, 74, 75, 76, you know, 82, woohoo! The whole barangay will have lechon and will have... And so when my prayer group leader said, Bo, you will preach all over the world, that was crazy. But you see, God, He wants you to start smaller, but He wants you to dream bigger. And, and it's, it's beautiful when you understand that. It's God giving you a huge vision for your life. And you know the answer is yes. But you see, God's will and God's vision for you is bigger than your resources. Always. 
Are you listening to what I'm saying? You know why? Ask me why. He wants you to start smaller. He wants you to dream bigger because he wants you to source higher. That's what he wants you to do. And can I invite you to stand up with me? Before Jesus gave his vision to his apostles, before he said, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, and to the ends of the earth, before he said that, he said a line, read it, Acts 1.8, he said, and you shall receive power. He was giving you the resource. Your vision will always be bigger than your resources because he doesn't want you to depend on the resources. He wants you to depend on the vision giver. He wants, you know, in, in the Acts chapter 1 verse 8 was written by Luke. This is the Lucan version. The Matthew version says almost the same thing. He said, you will make disciples. My disciples all over the world. And then he promises, and behold, I am with you until the end of this age. I will be your resource. In Matthew chapter 10 verse 10, Jesus told all of his apostles to be missionaries, to go, you know, heal the sick and, and teach, etc. And, and, but he said something strange. He gave some very strange instruction. He said, don't bring bread, don't bring a walk, walking stick, don't bring a coat, don't bring money on your belt. You know why he did that? Because he wanted to be their bread and their stick and their coat and the wealth in their bags. God wanted to be their resource. And if right now you're overwhelmed by God's vision for your life, God's vision for your family, God's vision for your future, and you're telling yourself, it's, it's too big, Bo, it, it, it's just too big. Let me tell you, there's nothing too big with a big God if He is your resource. Say, li listen, listen. God is telling you now, I will be with you. I will be sticking around beside you. I will be your shield. And I will be your buckler. And I will be your wisdom. And I will be your strength. And I will be the pillar of cloud by day. And the pillar of fire by night. I will be your power. I will be your resource. My dear friend, God is saying, source higher. You know why you're a great leader? Ask me why. Because you have a great leader and his name is Jesus. And if there's one thing, one thing I want you to do right now is to follow your great leader. And maybe this might be the first time you've ever made this decision or maybe this is a renewal of that vision. Can I invite you to seriously, seriously say, Jesus, I, I really want to follow you. I, I really want to follow my great leader, my resource. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Put your hand over your chest. Just say this after me. Jesus, thank you for loving me and calling me. Thank you for your great vision for my life. 
I will start smaller. I'll throw away my ego. I will dream bigger. And I will source higher. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Light of Jesus family. For more messages like these, please visit lightfam.com slash podcasts.